0: the community Inspire Radio Good afternoon everybody. You are listening to Inspire Radio here at Rockingham and this afternoon I'm joining Simone Anarazio and I am, we are really, really excited because finally we have got our main man in here, Mr. Roger Cook. Welcome Mr. Cook to Inspire Radio. Better
1: late than never. Look, really excited to be here and thank you very much for oh, having me. Thanks for joining us. Yes, we're mm. so
0: happy. So we're going to get straight into it because we know you have a, a very busy schedule. Excellent. So the the, the things we're probably going to touch on a little bit first is things have been most hectic in your portfolio, but how have you kept your energy up?
1: Ah, uh, look, that's a really good question because uh, as a few people know, I, I like to do endurance sports, so I, triathlon's my gig, um, s- um, uh, swimming, cycling, running. But this year, I mean, the, the pace has been so relentless. I've given a, a lot of that away. So I've just been doing a lot of running, but also walking. So running is a great uh, uh, cardio exercise. It's really important for making sure that you keep your body fit and, and, you, and you can get up each day and do it again, mm. do it all again. But, you know, walking is such an important exercise because it's the only exercise that actually reduces your cortisol levels. Mm. So I've had quite a bit of cortisol coming through my system. That is the hormone which y- you produce as a result of stress. Mm-hmm. And that's the stuff which really brings you down. So I, particularly in the early days, I was trying to g- just get out there and do 45 minutes of walking just at the end of the day. Collect your thoughts, but also just make your body, you know, really calm calm down a bit. Uh, so walking's a great exercise. And... Um, it's not quite as high powered as a triathlon, but it's good for your head.
0: It's good for circulation, it's good for your heart, it's good for your lungs, Absolutely. it's good for your brain. Um, look, it's you good for your mental health. health. And Definitely. You, that's right. And you get to talk to folk, right? Yes. You see yeah.
1: people on the street and you say, g'day, and you, you see how everyone's garden's growing, and you know, yeah. it's, it's mm. really You good get l- to
2: meet your neighbours. Absolutely. Because we yeah. do spend so much time at home, um, even when we're not in lockdown, and we forget who our neighbours are.
1: Mm. And Simone, what was really exciting during lockdown is just seeing young families walking oh, around together great. at the end of the day mm. or something like that. So just for a change, uh, we all got out there and, and chatted.
0: And not to mention, it's good for our dogs to get our dogs out and give them a walk as well. I've got two dogs and yeah. we're, you know, as a family, my kids, my dogs, my husband, to get out and walk. It was very beneficial for us during COVID.
1: Good for dogs, not so good for cats. I tried to,
0: <laughs> take, <them> out, <laughs> try to
1: take
2: my boomies, a couple of boomies out for a walk. They weren't happy
0: about it. Oh, that yeah. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. cat man.
2: <laughs> my cat hasn't been a fan either, I have yeah. to say. You get the mm-hmm. leash on and it's
1: yeah, but they liked having us around during lockdown, didn't they? So, mm. know, the, uh, a lot of attention. Cats need that. Yeah, so. we, uh,
0: we, found, we found out um, in the last uh, interview we actually had with Mark McGowan that he's not much of a guinea pig man. So apparently guinea pigs don't survive <laughs> with Mr. McGowan. <Miguel.
1: laughs> oh, well, we, <laughs> well <laughs> I don't know if you've seen... Um, uh, Mark's dog, but I'm not sure that would qualify as a canine either. I mean, it's it's one of those gorgeous, fluffy little things.
0: That oh, makes really? A lot of noise. But oh, it's oh, a, so, <laughs> so it's like an king. overgrown guinea pig. Yeah. Well,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mark keeps talking about his dogs in in, in cabinet. His dog in cabinet, and my colleagues go, "You don't have a dog. You don't have a, have a mop. <laughs> He's got a
0: mop." <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, do you brilliant. want to
2: answer next one? Um. So. We, we touched on um, COVID stuff earlier. Yeah. What's been some of the shining lights through through the whole COVID process and isolation and protecting the, uh, the population? Yeah,
1: look, it's been enormous privilege and people say you must be working really hard and, and Mark and I are. You know, yeah. This stuff has been consuming our lives for the last eight months. But it's been an incredible privilege uh, to work with the WA community uh, one of the reasons why we're so successful around COVID-19 is that Western Australians have just bought in. They've they've embraced all the things they needed to do: the physical distancing, personal hygiene, making sure you just follow the guidance that, that um, our health authorities are providing. And that's the reason why WA's done so well. I mean, obviously we've got our isolation. Um, we've had some some lucky breaks. But it's just been the WA community working so hard to get on top of this disease. The, the other thing, which is it, which has been an extraordinary experience, is obviously working with people like the Chief Health Officer and and the Commissioner of Police has has been, it, you know, they are impressive people, you know, providing us with excellent advice. But I walk through hospitals uh, almost daily basis and just seeing those doctors, those nurses, allied health, but also just support staff all of whom you know, understood their role in, in helping us you know, get through this. In fact, I had a meeting just, just this week uh, with a group of support staff. They were uh, you know, working catering, you know, uh, stores, cleaning, uh, orderlies and things of that nature. We, we often think about doctors and nurses in terms of our overall effort around COVID-19. But everyone in the health system played a role. What an incredible privilege for me to be able to say I'm part of that. I reckon, you know, an, it, yeah, it, yeah. And and we, Western Australians, are so lucky to have such a strong public health system. That's Absolutely. Awesome.
0: And on that note, so what challenges do you actually see going forward through with the recovery phase? Is there anything that you're thinking this might pose as a bit of a problem in the future? Or
1: Well, look, obviously we, we're going to have to make a call at some point about how we open our borders. Uh, it, and that's not a matter of if, that's a matter of when. Mm. And so uh, that's going to be a challenge for us. We have to get that right, and uh, we are moving very cautiously because we know the thing that's kept us safe mm. today has been our borders. So we're going to ultimately have to, um, have to look at those things, but at the moment... Because of the situation in Victoria, New South Wales continues to bubble away. Queensland's getting their odd cases, a case or two as well. We think we've got it right in terms of our hard borders.
2: Oh, yeah, so
1: definitely. that that's a really important element of what we're doing. Now, during the COVID nineteen um, period, uh, there's obviously been a lot of pain in the community. A lot of people have lost jobs, particularly young people, particularly women, and uh, so. The, the challenge for the government now and for Mark and I and, and the, the rest of our cabinet colleagues is to make sure the recovery plan really helps get people back into the workplace. Mm. Now, one Absolutely. of the one mm. of the keys wa- key ways we've got people back in the workplace is just stopping the disease. So we can um, open up our economy a lot more, have people going to cafes, restaurants, big gatherings, things of that nature. The footy, you know, that's a great example. But, um, but there are still a lot of people who haven't got their jobs back. Yeah. Mm. and and we're going to have to work really hard to try and get us all back to that new
2: normal uh, I, I think it's a <coughs> Uh, pretty much a, a team effort in that sense. It's not just, you know, the health department and all others. So it's mm. to, to get us all going again.
1: And Absolutely. Well, We've always said we're all in this together and together we'll get through it. But it is really true.
0: We um, we had Paul Papalia in here a couple of weeks ago and he was uh, talking a little bit about obviously getting people to get work in country towns, get work on farms. Yeah. Um, so there is obviously a, a recovery plan there for employment, which is really, really exciting and I think very comforting to a lot of people. Out there who have lost their jobs to to COVID, um, so that is really really exciting, and, and I think that makes us very proud as a state to know yeah. that our government is looking after us.
1: Yeah, and look, it's it's so gratifying to be able to say like, go to my local pub in Quinana or go to the the, the hub, it's called the marketplace. Marketplace, market, <laughs> I, know it's here, I call it the hub. <laughs> <laughs> go to the shops and see everyone out and about, you yeah, know, spending their money in the cafes, you know, keeping people bringing people back to work. Mm. We've got to do more of that. And mm. uh, everyone, support your local businesses, support mm. your local hospitality outlets, and and we've recently re- uh, launched the staycation. Go into the city. Well, I'm going mm. in for that. Yeah, Gra- so am I. Grab a night in a hotel in yep. Perth. It'd be it's great fun. And look, I, I encourage everyone to just get on board. Let's help out.
0: Exactly.
2: Uh, absolutely. Uh, all right, so who do you like hanging out with most from Cabinet? <laughs> 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 who are your best buddies? Other okay. than Mark's dog.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> dog. As I explained, he doesn't have a dog. It's no, a that's not true. So gorgeous, gorgeous little puppy. Look, yeah. um, they're, they're all great uh, men and women and, and quite frankly, they're inspiring to work with. Uh, there's a few of them that, though that I've known since I was a, you know, a teenager. Uh, Sue Ellery, the Minister oh, for Education, yes. uh, Simone McGurk, the Minister for Communities and Dave Kelly. The minister for water and and um, and science and technology. These are people I grew up with. Wow! Know, so we've been working together for a long time. Of course, Dave Templeman, the member for Mandra, he's great fun because any man who can sing in Parliament is clearly <laughs> good <laughs> good fun to have around the room. And Ben Wyatt, of course, is very funny.
0: Yes, and hopefully we can get a couple of them guys down here. I'll the talk station. to them. Let's get yes, them down. get them on. I've contacted Sue Ellery and I've contacted Ben Wyatt, and I'd love to get them all down here. Bring they, them down I to rock up. I think we can have on a on little spy. karaoke thing going on here with a lot of us
1: so not going to be involved
0: oh in come that. on <laughs> <know>. maybe
1: maybe maybe <laughs> cabinet should be held here uh, yes well we have community cabinet where we like to meet at different parts around the world I, yeah. mean, <laughs> I, I think that there's a there's a certain uh element which would say you've already got the premier in Rockingham and the deputy premier in credani you've got enough oh. but we should come down here shouldn't we I reckon.
0: Yeah. Okay, here's a little bit of a fun one for you. Okay. Who do you think will win the AFL Grand Final? Oh, the Dockers will. Oh. The Dockers? (laughs) He's got high
2: hopes. (laughs) If you spin the ladder around? Well, look. uh, (laughs) Spin the ladder around. That is so unkind. (laughs) Hey, I'm a Carlton supporter. (laughs) I've had 25 years of it. Look, I... (laughs) You, you look at it all the uh, – look, and I'm,
1: I'm not a huge footy fan uh, or footy follower, although, you know, I love my Dockers. But um, the, you you look at the way it's going at the moment, you can really see that the Eagles are starting to come good at the right time of the yeah. season. Mm. So they're starting to get a real momentum going. And um, I think that will hold them great. Said. I know they've got a lot of injuries at the moment, but I, I just reckon, you know – particularly the way they played against St Kilda. Oh, my right? husband
0: would um, be very hit. glad to hear you say okay. that. He's, he's a completely out of dedicated person. He, he's that point where he actually thinks that if um, he's in the room on his own and he's watching and if someone walks in who's not supposed to be there, they're going to bring bad luck to the team. Is that right? That's how serious he is. He's like, you got to go because yeah. now that you've walked in, you're bringing bad luck. the <laughs> game. I know. So it's like when you said the Eagles, I thought, oh, he'll be sitting there going, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Well, (laughs) wouldn't that be lovely for West Australians, um, given that, you know... No, we didn't get the grand final. We didn't get the grand final, but at least we might get the flag.
1: Look, and, and, you know, obviously, uh, you know, there's a lot of discussions about whether we'd get the final or something like that, but at the end of the day, mine and Mark's focus is on keeping Western Australians safe. Mm. Absolutely. And keeping people back in the workplace. And and I know that the grand final would have been a nice-to-have thing, Mm -hmm. but what's even nicer to have is our health. and have our economy and have those sort of things, which are so much more meaningful.
0: And and a lot of the comments I read actually on a lot of the sites when it was announced that Queensland had got it, a lot of them were West Australians saying, that's fine. It's okay. They yeah, can have it. They can yeah, have it. Absolutely. Keep your germs fine. over there. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. Yeah. That's okay. We will watch from home and, and be able to see our family and friends, so it's all good. And yeah, <laughs> And look,
1: I mean, we would have been happy to have the footies just so long as they could abide by the, the rules. Mm. Absolutely. The rules that everyone abides yep. by. Yep. And, uh, and obviously that would have made it very difficult for them, but um, we wish them all the very best uh, for their final series in Brisbane. Yep. Absolutely. Well done. Oh, it's in it's in Queensland, isn't it? Cause yeah, I Queensland. Yeah, it was a Cairns game the other day, and things like that. So yeah, that yeah, but yep. I think
2: the grand final itself is at the Gabba. Yeah, yeah it I'm is. Sure yep. it will be, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so we got NADOC week coming up. Yeah. How will you and your wife celebrate and, and remember in Quinna? Well, look, NADOC week is a,
1: is a fantastic week, and w- what's really nice about it is just the way it's so um, owned by the community. Now, I think everyone loves to get on board. And there's always a number of events that go on around Quinana that I love to go along to. But in particular, there's a dinner, which uh, which Jonathan Ford and his team at Woodwich Court put on awesome. um, at the at the Daria Centre. So I'll certainly go along to that again, diary diary allowing, of course. <laughs> um, and uh, look, it's it there's always some, some great opportunities to do these things. And um, of course, uh, at at Carly's work, there will be um, some activities there as well. So I'm sure she'll be very busy. How exciting. Awesome. Yeah.
0: So, okay, we're going to go a little bit now into Uh-oh. <laughs> hey Come on, Quinana. That's can is the question.
1: That's a tricky question. No, come on. <laughs> what are
0: your key priorities for Quinana before election?
1: Can't we go back to the AFL grand final? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, come on. Was you that can do this. <laughs> Look, uh,
1: obviously, uh, the, the, the priorities for quinana are the same priorities as they are for all Western Australians, mm-hmm. and that is jobs. We want to make sure that Western Australians have the best opportunities to work mm-hmm. in the communities in which they live, and uh, recently you would have seen the government have made their announcement around Westport, uh, the expansion of of the Fremantle Harbour to uh, to the Kwinana um, yep. Industrial Precinct. That is so important for the future of people in Quinana. Mm. I look at those kids that come out of, out of Gilmore College. I mean, many of them get, uh, you know, come straight out of Gilmore. Into uh, industry and big companies that work on the industrial strip, mm. but we can't rely upon the old businesses in Cranarna uh, forever. You know, the, the metal fabricators, the, the civil engineering, and things of that nature, because our economy, like every economy, is in transition. Mm. And Westport represents such a huge opportunity for people in Cranarna. Well, the absolutely. jobs of the future are, c- are coming there, yep. and that and it's the jobs of the future that I'm most focused.
0: Yeah, we had um, we had Car Adams. In mean, on Wednesday, great, yeah. and she was absolutely wonderful about it. She spoke mm. a lot about the poor and um, sort of put the fears a lot of people were there because mm. there has been obviously a lot of public opinion about it, mm. and um, sort of it, it does make you sort of sit back and realize that hey, you know, there is a lot of benefits to this, and, and we need to really look at that beyond. In yeah. the future.
1: So when people think of the uh, of Westport or the Outer Harbour, um, they think of the ships and the mm. containers that go on those ships. But, of course, that's just a very small part of what it represents. It's an opportunity to really um, leverage the economy, the local economy of Kwinana and Rockingham. You sort of think of all the businesses that would hang off the back of that, the, um, the, 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 the industry support, uh, transport logistics, all those things. And... What's really exciting at the moment is we're starting to get a glimpse into the future, which is around stored energy, the battery technologies which will take us forward. Uh, A couple of lithium um, hydroxide plants are being uh, either constructed or in the plans to be constructed in Kwinana. The future for Kwinana is so exciting, but we have to take advantage Mm -hmm. of what the Westport means. Westport is also a great opportunity to secure the environment for for Coburn Sound because that will create resources to be able to continue to rehabilitate seagrasses, make yeah. sure we protect fish stocks, ensure that people have the sound to live, play and work in uh, right into the future. So it's a great opportunity for the whole community.
0: Awesome.
2: And, and it certainly has a, a fantastic knock-on effect to the rest of the Western Australian community in terms of uh, the labour market as well. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Look, we are, if you look at a map of Western Australia, it sits out staring at Southeast Asia, West Asia, um, the emerging economies of Africa, the Indian Ocean Rim is an exciting part of the, the future econ- global economy. Guess who's sitting on the front door of that? Guess who's going to be in the driver's seat? But we have to be ready to take those opportunities. Absolutely. It starts in Kwinana. That's a really exciting thought.
2: It is, yeah. Very exciting.
1: Awesome. What else are we going to talk about? <laughs>
0: um <laughs> Uh, the Women's Refuge. You okay, yeah. how, how do you see the Women's Refuge planned in Build for Kwinana benefiting the community?
1: Look, this is a really important development and I know often these sort of social services aren't necessarily welcomed in, into a community, but it's important that any community can wrap its arms around its most vulnerable. Mm. You know, When people are at the, in a time of crisis, that is when a community is at its best when we can support them and make sure they feel safe and protected again. So uh, I'm really excited about the development of, of, of a crisis centre, which really provides the opportunity just to make sure that we can look after people in their times of greatest need. We we don't have a, a huge number of those sort of services in the southwestern corridor of, of, of Perth, so that will be an important addition. Now often these services are born of disadvantage and sad moments, but it's an incredibly important response by the community to make sure we can. Look
0: Exactly, yeah. and, and it's it's good that you say that because that's what a lot of this radio station was actually based upon when we started, that's was right. to support yeah. people, to be there, to offer those services and to, to comfort people, especially during COVID because mm. a lot of people, there's, their mental health was very much affected and I think there is still sort of... Uh, say it's post-traumatic trauma but there is a lot of leftover residue from that of being that's why I think we Mm. are we are so supportive of the government um of not let not opening the borders because I I think a lot of the fear is not am I going to get COVID the fear is I don't want to go back into isolation I don't want to be locked away from my family and friends it has a
2: a a terrible impact to your mental well-being yeah
1: no and, and what what really occurred to me during that whole period is that connection is more important before, mm. and that's why we had to make sure that we took the opportunity to um, to give to try to keep people in touch with each other. And another way of another benefit of bringing down those lockdowns and having those restrictions eased is the fact that people can now once again come back together. Mm. And uh, I, I've, I've always said, look, there's two epidemics here, pandemics here. The first pandemic is the COVID nineteen, yep, and mm-hmm. that has severe impact on the community. Second is the mental health aspect. Absolutely, that, and mm. already in our community we struggle with me- with um, with uh, uh, mental health in our community. Mm. Yep. Uh, I know as the minister for mental health and the minister for health, I, st- you know, we are constantly looking at new ways we can provide services given the limited resources to meet an incredibly growing demand, increasing demand for mental health services, mm. and um, uh, that's something that's a challenge that we're really going to have to have to try to take on into the future one of the ways that we can ensure that people do feel a much better sense of well-being and have greater resilience is if they've got connections absolutely and if they feel part of the community and don't feel marginalized so these sort of services just going back to the original question is is about is about all those elements
0: Yep, Mm. Yep, so i'm very
1: supportive exciting no it's it
0: good. is it's going to be mm. wonderful mm. um what is your what is in your plan uh, so what is in your plans for the upgrade to the Quinana police station
1: well it's a <laughs> it's it's a rustic old building isn't it no it's um it's one of those buildings that's perhaps seen better days yep. but it's also um, if I don't know if you so I don't know if you've been there lately, but that sort of suggests um, a whole range. Not to spend
0: the night, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <I>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's it's a police station which is born of an older an older, uh, um, an older pro- way of providing policing services. It's got a big front counter. It's a big cold building on the inside, and we really need to to upgrade it and make sure that it actually serves its purpose. A lot of the time people talk about the fact that they want uh, the police station to stay open more mm-hmm. um, and um, a- as if as a sense of feeling more secure. The way we can actually feel more secure in our communities, if we see more police out on the streets, yeah. patrolling yep, the streets. And the way we can continue to support our police officers is to make sure they've got good facilities to work in and that those f- facilities are fit for so the Kwinana Police Station has, you know, seen better days, so it's good that we're actually in a position now to um, to, to you know,
2: give it a lick of paint, redevelop Give it her an overhaul. It, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yep, indeed. definitely. Yeah. Mm. Um, so th- uh, I guess this is probably the most important question of the day. Where do you see yourself in five years? Because well, you've had a big yeah. job, mammoth yep.
1: job. That's a really good question, um, Simone, and so I'll do my best to avoid it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: No look, oh, no, look, in boom. five years' time,
1: I, I'd love to see a, a situation where we were looking back on COVID 19 as something which is um, in our not too, not so distant past. Mm. I'd like, uh, obviously, we're all looking forward to a vaccine being available, but what I think is more likely is that we'll have better treatments yep. so yep. that COVID 19 is not, for some, our most vulnerable people, a death sentence. Mm. So I think in five years' time, uh, I hope that we can look back on this experience and have learned a bit about ourselves. And um, and that uh, and continue to improve health services. Mm-hmm. But in addition to that, I hope by then everyone is back on back on the job, back in the workplace. Mm-hmm. That we're all able to to find a new way forward. But I hope we we also look back and so there were some nice elements about COVID nineteen mm-hmm. that we re- we learnt a lot about ourselves, mm-hmm. and that we learnt that we need to stay connected to our communities. That as a community we can work together and and do really. Uh, amazing things such as overcoming a globe uh, the impact of a global pandemic and so what 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 would we be at we'll be at around about 2025 by then we should be able to look back
2: 2025 or a year yeah, yeah i'll mm. be about 25
1: yeah <laughs> i might be pushing 35 by the end of it but no it's um, it's um i hope we can look back and all as a community feel really proud um, and obviously, I hope we win government again um, in March next year. And if we are do have the privilege of getting the community support for mm-hmm. government again, we can look back on that term as a time when Western Australia came alive. Yeah. And you know we, we came through the global pandemic and then our economy really blossomed because we've done so much good work in the global pandemic. Mm. We are coming out of this better shape than just about any state in australia yeah Yeah, i don't don't
0: think it's a case of if you win government again i think pretty much um that is going to be something that i guess just prepare yourself now because you're probably going to be doing this for quite some time (laughs) (laughs) but um okay so all right here's a good one for you what do you enjoy most about being our health minister and tell us about a typical day in parliament
1: okay well the 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 what I enjoy most about being uh, the Minister for Health is working with incredible people in the health system. And I'm not just talking about the senior bureaucrats that I have the privilege to work with. You, as I say, you walk down the corridors of hospitals and you find heroes performing little miracles everywhere, in every nook and cranny of those hospitals. And that's an incredibly satisfying um, uh, experience to, to and an opportunity to be part of. And, look, and it's not just about the hospitals, it's about the way we can continue to spread good health throughout the community. Mm. A day for, a typical day for me at the moment starts very early with um, meetings with all the public health officials and police to talk about you know, what's gone on in the last 24 hours in terms of COVID-19. Uh, th- they are you know, not always necessarily lengthy meetings but pretty intense mm-hmm. as we try to, to work out what our next steps are. Uh, parliament usually exists uh for you know there's um usually uh opportunities to meet with people who come to parliament house it by the way it's great meeting with school kids that when they come to Mm. parliament it's it's wonderful to watch them you know taking it all in Mm. and um and and obviously in parliament there's the part that people often see which is the theater of question time and that's That's part of the cut and thrust of politics and it's part of a a psychological battle that goes on between governments and oppositions and an important part of our democracy. Uh, Look, there can be no greater privilege than having the endorsement of the people of Kwinana to go and represent them in the parliament. Mm -hmm. And uh, so obviously I have extra responsibilities as the Minister for Health but to be uh, to to go as the member for Quinana in, in the parliament is really a, a, an incredibly rewarding. It's obviously um, a, a rewarding experience. It obviously comes with a lot of obligations. The onus is on us to do the right thing. But um, I greatly appreciate the opportunity.
0: No, and you do a lot in Quinana for a lot of. Kwinana. I know you um the, you're doing the Frank Thank an Angel event um at the Frank Connectney Centre. You've been very yes. involved in that. Done a lot of Christmas um parties for that, which my own children have attended, which I thank you dearly for because they very much look forward to that. Um, so it is, it does instill a lot of pride in Quinana um, to have you as our health minister. Especially when I you do a lot with telethon as well. And yep. it's good when we see you on TV like, oh look there he is, there's our member for Quinana. The,
1: <laughs> the, the health community is everywhere. So yeah. that so that obviously keeps me very busy. But one of the things Mark McGowan has always said to everyone in, in the Labor team is that you never stop forgetting you never forget about the people who put you there yeah and that is the people the communities you represent never stop listening don't be arrogant make sure that you do the right thing by the people who put you there mm. It's a, that's a that's an important message a very important principle mm.
2: absolutely mm. absolutely um, very refreshing as well um, so you spoke earlier about um, you like to walk what yes. else do you like to do in your spare time around Quanana
1: uh, look um, I've got a garden. Yep, I do a bit of a bi- I do a bit of gardening, but l- lately, here it comes. And this is the, this is a world first announcement. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks to Gabby's dad, I've now actually got an interest in bees. And bees, s- I, yes, and I've just had my fifty fifth birthday. So, yeah. um, uh, my wife uh, Carly, she bought me a beehive. Wow! And so now I'm learning about how to actually. Yeah. Manage bees, obviously not not in Quinana because in my small house in Wellard, I'm not sure they'd appreciate having <laughs> a beehive uh, in the village at Wellard. But um, but so um, I, I, so I'm going to have to locate it uh, down on my dad's property um, in, in the bush. But I'm learning about bees at the moment, so that's pretty exciting. They are yeah. a very
0: very important. Factor in our environment, yeah. bees. Very important. important. If if bees mm. were to become extinct, the earth would suffer yep. terribly. Mm-hmm. So I'm very, very glad that you've said that you're doing that. Yeah, so it's, an it's,
1: important, yeah, yeah. important part of our ecosystem. It's yeah, so very good
0: for you, honey. Yeah, it has a, And especially absolutely. raw and unfiltered, it has a lot of good properties for your body. And a lot of people will have honey and lemon when they have a cold. That's mm. right. So, it's You know, it, very
1: important. It's the
2: practice. elixir of well-being. Yeah.
0: It so
1: and of course physical fitness is an important part of my life. So I spend a lot of time at the aquatic. You know, swimming up and down, up and down, up and down, and running around the neighbourhood. So it's um, uh, I love getting out of my on my bicycle. Yep. you know, I love riding. Uh, but. And just at the moment, there's just not really enough hours in the day to, to spend too much time
2: in the saddle. Anyone would think you're busy or something. Yeah, something like that.
0: Okay, so, <clears throat> excuse me, um, he hasn't been... Oh, sorry, you haven't been doing much local campaigning. Um, when can we expect that to commence?
1: Yeah, look, we're getting out out and about a lot more now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I have to uh, balance that against uh, you know, the fact we still have a, a, a public health emergency or crisis in relation to COVID-19. So I'm keeping busy um, at both ends of the metropolitan area, both in the city and in Quinana. and um, and look, we will continue to to stay close to the community of Quinana and make sure that um, that I understand what their concerns, what their hopes and aspirations are, and that we can incorporate those into our policies and um you know this is it's it's a funny old time because uh, covid-19 means that we can't do as many things as we usually do it, it also means that for me I'm very very uh busy and, and tied up with oh, those we obligations know. so look <laughs> yeah a, but uh, you know I still have the still get the odd opportunity to door knock and to get on the phones and say good to folk yeah. because it's when you have those conversations that you really find out what's going on in the community
0: yeah, yeah, and I see you down the shops quite a lot. And you, yeah. when you're walking through, you're always, everybody's, oh, hello, Roger. And you always give everybody a wave. And <laughs> uh, we had the Kwinana Children's Festival a few years back and um, a friend and I were leaving. We were walking up and you were walking back down to it and we were, hello, and you're good afternoon. Hope you had a good day. So it is very, very, um, it's, yeah, it's just, it's nice. Yeah. It's, it's
1: But it, it also gives us a real boost. I mean, mm. t- chatting to folk, um, you know, and, and talking to people, at those sort of events it's energizing it you know? is it, yeah. and, Absolutely. And,
2: and, and so you get a lot out of it so uh we spoke about perth staycations earlier mm-hmm. and i'm Desperately going to book myself one. Yeah, no, where are you going to go? Have you got any ideas? Uh, I'm not sure, but my birthday's at the beginning of October, right. so in Perth somewhere sure. just to have a night out away from the kids. Maybe maybe a crown. Doing, maybe oh a yeah. crown. Maybe a crown. I'm crown. doing the
0: Perth Metropole over December. Yeah, January. Yeah. 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 You can get you can get something like three nights or something at the moment through yeah, yeah. a thing called Perth Festivals, and they do three nights for $480 for a family. Oh, wow. wow, that's yeah. brilliant. That is for a, cool. family. a family. Yep. And it's absolutely, okay. yes. I'll be so looking into that. There's heaps of them. So, so take those Hold on to your hats.
1: The Metropole's about so to take do
2: off. So where do you <laughs> see yourself having a summer Vacation? Are you going to wander out yonder? Well, look, I've just um, I've just this week come back from
1: a week and a half leave. Wow, uh, that was the first leave I took since uh, sometime in January when I was sitting at home reading about a place called Wuhan, thinking, oh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> thinking, oh, this doesn't look good. <laughs> I don't think I'll get there. <laughs> then, then I
1: got the phone calls from from the office going, oh, boss, I think you better come back in. It's it's not looking good. So um, I, so last week I went down to bailing up. Uh, nice. As I, I mentioned, my dad's got a, a property down there, and um, he's getting on a bit now. So um, I, I've basically spent my my holiday uh, knee high in mud, you know, doing chores around the property. Um, so that but that doesn't I mean, sound like much of a holiday. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> When you're well, when you're trying to work out how to get the tractor started, at least yeah. you're not thinking about work. But uh, yeah. but that but that was a that was a great that was some great times. Look and, and we love going you know into Donnybrook and and hanging out there, and we we went down to the cafes in Bridgetown as well. Nice, and it was it was a terrific time.
0: Okay, yeah. so you've only got a couple of more minutes left, so we'll okay. just we'll try and finish up a little bit and um. This is, uh, I think, a very important question for all of Perth and West Australians. Um, it is my last question. Mm-hmm. As one of the fastest-growing cities in Perth, what do you see as the biggest challenge, biggest opportunity for Kwinana in the next five years?
1: Look, that's a really good question. And obviously... Um, every time that you grow the suburb a little bit more, the, the need for community services and um, and opportunities for people to recreate, live and play and work in the community increases as well. Mm. So um, the, the challenge for particularly the City of Quinan is going to be about making sure people have those facilities to be able to um, – they're developing those sort of facilities and opportunities to do these things. So um, – uh, Kwinana is uh, a very fast growing city. Um, my electorate of Kwinana goes up into Auburn Grove and, and Hammond Park, all fast growing areas. And so uh, I think uh, as uh, for the state, we need to make sure that people living in these outer suburbs have the opportunities to uh, to have services, jobs and and um, a community setting in which to live and Things like yep. public transport, things yep. of that nature. I look at going on that's going on in Bow Divers at the moment, growing like like no, n- nobody's business. Mm. But people just can't live in a house in a street and with nothing around them. They no, you need, need trees. You need trees. Yep. You, you need you shops. Need infrastructure. You need, you need infrastructure, work opportunities, public transport, that's and right. so that's going to be a, uh, an ongoing need for the community.
0: Absolutely awesome. Now, quick five second answers. Uh oh. All right, you ready? Burger yes. or kebab? Kebab. Cats <laughs> or <Kettle laughs> dogs? dogs. Cats. West Coast or Dockers? Dockers. Bourbon or beer? Beer. Oh, yeah. we know Roger Cook. <laughs> we want to thank you so much for coming in today and congratulations to, your, to, to you guys of everything that you've done and that as, as a West Australian myself, and, and I think Simone will back me up here, thank you for protecting us yeah. and taking care of us and our families. We appreciate everything that you have done. And I think that you're all very admirable and I think you will go down in history as one of the best. I, I think
2: I'd like to wrap up my thanks by saying thanks for having our back. Yes, well, look, and
1: absolutely. And great to be with you guys and thank you very much and um, look forward to coming back to Inspire Radio on another oh, occasion. Oh,
0: we can't wait to have you back. And yes. good luck with your bees. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. I'll need it. Yep. Can you do us a little jingle?
1: What's a jingle? A jingle
0: is... Um, okay so a jingle is where we ask all our guests yes all you have to say is i'm roger cook and you are listening to inspire radio
1: (laughs) okay i can do that i'm roger cook and you're listening to inspire radio
0: oh that's a champion right there thank you so much now i don't know if you're a fan of this song it's dance monkey so i'm going to (laughs) play that one i did want to get acdc but i couldn't (laughs) find it so that's why i was being a bit rude before just having a bit of a look so because you know Um, Mark McGowan was very much a big ACDC fan, so we managed to get thunder for him. But I'm going to play you a little dance monkey by Tones and I, and um, thank you so much for coming in. Thanks very much, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Roger. Thanks, guys.
2: This is Danny B for the Community Inspire Radio.